Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again. Um, quiet week, kinda, as you hear my little sensey thingy going off. Um, King's taking a little bit of a break. Uh, hopefully we'll have him back you know, next week or whatever. Um, but, I mean, it is kind of the, the quiet season when it comes to, to sports. You know, you got baseball, spring training going. Not too much talk about there. Um, NFL, right now we're in the um, franchise tag window of teams have, I, I believe, up until next uh, Tuesday, I think it is, like the 5th, um, to franchise their, you know, any of their players that they want to do. Um, but we have hockey season. I did catch a couple of the Flyers games uh, this past weekend. Um, as well as last night, a little bit with the Tampa Bay Lightning before the lights went out. Um, and surprisingly, they, they still played. Um, but unfortunately, I had to go to bed early because of work. You know, So kids, if you're listening, don't grow up. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm actually going to a Flyers game this weekend, this Saturday, playing the Ottawa Senators. So hopefully I get to see them win this time compared to the stadium series when uh, they lost uh, 6-3. I mean, you know, overall the game was, it was a good game. The score may not show that. Um, as far as the game, I mean, 30 seconds in, we give up a uh, a breakaway goal, and you just can't do that. Um, we had Arison in there as our goaltender, and he is our rookie, um, obviously with all the stuff going on with Carter Hart. He's kind of been forced into that starting goalie um, role, taking a lot of load. 
Um, and before that game, I mean, I think the Flyers were like five five zero and one. Um, lost that game, I believe, and then they lost against the Rangers. Uh, close game, it was two one. But then, then they played uh, the Penguins on Sunday afternoon, and what a shit show! Uh, Penguins won seven six. Cal Peterson. Just, I mean, we we would have been better off playing with six shooters out there and leave the empty net. Uh, everything was going in on him, and just today they actually put him on waivers. So that experiment has pretty much failed. Um, and during that uh, Penguins game, we lost another player to injury, uh, Jamie Drysdale. He's week to week. But the way that injury looked, it looked pretty bad. Um, possibly the same injury he had last year where he missed all of the, the season. And, you know, I, that day and a little bit of this whole week, I've been seen on X, you know, Flyers fans asking, you know, do you think we stand pat with what we have and if we make the playoffs, we make the playoffs or do we still make moves to... Uh, make our team better to go farther into the playoffs. And you know what? Like pretty much the whole season up until this past week, I was like, let's make moves. Let's get, let's get some firepower in here, get a backup goaltender in here. Um, so we could, you know, go as far as we can in the playoffs, not just be a, a first round exit. Like we've been, uh, the past, you know, a couple times we made the playoffs, but, I, I've changed my stance on that. I, I say any any way that we can improve the future, whether it's trading Nick Sealer or um, Walker for you know draft picks or whatever, I, I say go for it. I, I hope they hold on to Scotty Lawton. I, I think that's he's a good player that you could keep on the team and and you know not build around, but he helps give that gives that um, that little bit of attitude. That old Flyers mentality. And you also got to remember that we, we still have about two more years before our Flyers rookie that we uh, drafted this year in the first round, who's lighting it up over in Russia. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because I'll probably butcher the shit out of it. Um, but over these next you know two drafts, we could build you know a young, talented group around him you know morgan frost is playing very well uh joel farabee is playing very well you know we're, we're playing we're playing good it's just that hockey fans weren't expecting excuse me hockey fans weren't expecting the flyers to be this competitive um and i mean neither was i i mean if, if you go back and listen to in the very beginning of the season with you know me and King just kind of like uh, you know preseason talk of hockey, I was expecting like dead last in the the whole league, not be third in the the division, and right now sitting to be in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, so the, I mean I I would just I would I would stand pat with what we have, maybe bring up. 
one of the goalies from uh, Lehigh. I know we got Sandstrom still. I, I believe he's still down there. You know, maybe bring him up because Arison's going to need breaks. You know, if, if we if we make the playoffs, we're, we're going to need him to be somewhat fresh. He can't, you know, I think they said we have like 23-some games left, 20-some games left. He can't play all 20 games. I mean, he's going to need at least, I would say, four or five times he's, you know, sit out and have someone come in and, and start for them. Just so he is fresh in the playoffs. And, you know, you never know. You never know. This team may just put it all together and be like the the underdogs that the, the, the Eagles were in 2017, the team that no one expected to go on and win everything. Um, if that were to happen, if, if the Flyers were to go on and win the Stanley Cup, I'd, I'd be willing to bet you're never going to see King on here again. <laughs> um, just because I'll be throwing that in his face a lot <laughs> um, leading up to the NFL season. Um, but, you know, so... That's, that's my stance on the Flyers right now. Um, they're playing, like I said, they're playing well. They, they had the two hiccups with the, the Rangers and the, I mean, that Penguins thing, that Penguins game, you can't even say that's a hiccup. That was just bad goaltending. He, I would probably put two or three of those goals on the goaltender period because there was, there was one that he was leaning more towards the center of the net while looking, he had clear sight to the, the shooter, and the shooter just went top left and just easy shot. But so that's my, my stance on the Flyers for right now. Um, little football talk uh, Marquez uh, Valdez Scantlin is being waved by the, the Chiefs, which I find funny because, okay, yes, he, he did drop a lot of passes last season for the Chiefs. He was supposed to be one of the bigger um, wide receiver names to help out that wide receiver crew. It didn't happen. But how are you going to keep Kadarius Tony on that team? I mean, he, he dropped just as many balls as Scantlin. He had the infamous offsides play that um, that ended up making the, the Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes touchdown not count he's been nothing but drama the past two years with fighting with Giants fans on, on Instagram you know supposedly putting out another one saying that he's you know the week before the Super Bowl he's not hurt that they're holding him out purposely and blah blah blah, blah. Um, so I, I don't know how you keep him on the team as well yeah. that whole wide receiver room I think just has to get blown up Maybe except for the, the, the young kid from last year. He, towards the end of the season, he did step up. So maybe that's a, a wide receiver that you could build a, the room around. Um, as far as Philly goes, you know, I, I, I'm trying not to talk as much of the, about the Eagles because, you know, when I'm on here by myself, I, I want to still try to keep it as open to other teams as well. But I, I do got a comment about the, the Nick Sariani report that I believe WIP came out and said that um, pretty much he was being favoritism towards certain players. He'd be more harsh on other players, this and that. 
he's still the same coach, same person as he was the year we went to the Super Bowl. And no one was saying anything then. He was still, I'd be willing to bet, treating the players the same way. But unfortunately, when you're losing, everything gets magnified. Every little thing gets nitpicked. And it feels like WIP is just putting stories out there to just get clicks, just to get, you know, downloads. I mean, Jesus Christ, AJ Brown, uh, since the last time we recorded it, had to go on WIP to clear the air because I guess someone, I guess when AJ Brown deactivated his ex account, someone claimed that account name acting like AJ Brown. And even though he even said in his one post, this, this new AJ Brown account that I'm an AJ Brown fan. This is not AJ Brown himself. So all my, you know, feelings, beliefs, sayings are strictly mine. And one of the last posts he said was, you know, he basically said that the media, the Philadelphia media, you know, they, they need to start raising the prices for microphones. So that way the Philadelphia media can't afford them and can't, you know, bring up all this garbage that they've been bringing up. And everybody was going off the handle thinking it was the real AJ Brown who came out on Instagram and said, that's not me. But this kid, this this cat is cooking. <laughs> I think was his exact words, and I mean it. It was funny, you know. Um, but to clear the air, AJ Brown had to go on the, the the radio station and explain his side of the story and basically say like he he was one of the big leaders in that room. So when you see him yelling, screaming from the stands yes it looks like he's acting out because he's not getting the targets or whatever but he's holding other players accountable as much as himself so yeah it looks like that now you go to Nick Sirianni I'd be willing to bet he's being harsh to some players we know Jalen Hurts came out plenty of times and says he'd rather be yelled at screamed at by Sirianni and coached hard so if we see Sariani screaming at him, but not screaming at, you know, Jason Kelsey, there's a reason because Sariani knows who who to really push and who to kind of you know push a little bit, but not so much. That's a that's a head coach. So all this shit that the Philadelphia media is, is trying to start stop because it's only going to carry into the preseason. It's only going to carry into the regular season, and we're back to square one how we were last year you guys are only looking for somebody to get fired so you can say see told you so told you he was he was a, a cancer when there's really no story there you're just making up the drama um i i actually had to stop i had to like block any type of stories that came from them or popped up on my feed or anything like that because i just got tired of seeing it like it's it's ridiculous uh did come out today that there are multiple teams interested in trading for Hassan Riddick, which if you're not getting a first round draft pick, don't trade him. He's looking for 25 a year. Philly is willing to do 20 to 22 a year. Yes, $3 million is a big number, 
But to me, that is close enough. They could work on something. I mean, shit. Maybe Philly could say, okay, we'll give you twenty to twenty-two million average salary a year with three million dollars of incentives, or even four million dollars incentives. Give him that chance to get more than what he wanted. I mean, he's been a very good player the past two years, double-digit sacks the past two years. And last year, he, he started slow because he was hurt and still made double-digit six uh, sacks. He's got to stay on this team. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I saw a, a mock trade that a team would give us a third and a fifth round and we would give them Hassan Riddick in a third round. What the hell is that? I mean, after a third round, pretty much all the players are a crapshoot. Brock Purdy is just one of those guys that it's he's not a system quarterback, so I'm not saying that, but it just all comes together for him. Not an elite quarterback. I, I still don't believe he's an elite quarterback. I still think he's slightly better than a game manager, but he's not. To me, he's not a quarterback just yet that could take over a game and, and put the team on his shoulder. If that were the case, they would have been Super Bowl champions. But he just didn't really show that to me in the Super Bowl. Um. Still waiting on Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox's decision if they're going to want to play another year. Um, Howie Roseman came out and said that he wants to, if they do want to play, he wants to figure out a way to keep them there, which I'm totally totally for. I, I think another year with Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, um, that whole defensive line with this new defense coordinator, I think we'll be back to how we were in uh, 2021. Jalen Carter. I don't know why. I forgot his name. Um, so, I mean, that's my Philadelphia talk there. Uh, we've got the scouting combine going on right now. I used to like to watch that. I used to like mostly the, the wide receivers and tight ends, like the guys that catch the ball. Um, I haven't watched it the past couple of years. So, Maybe this weekend, I'll, you know, once I'm home, relaxing. Maybe Sunday I'll watch a little bit of it. Because like I said, uh, Friday I'm, I'm racing at night. Make sure you guys head over to uh, YouTube, look up Chop Shop Racing. That's where that's the league I race in now. Uh, hopefully I could last the whole race and not get wrecked out like uh, Daytona. Last week I tried to practice a little bit, and I just couldn't keep the car straight, so... I was like, you know, I'm not going to ruin somebody's race tonight. I'll just sit back, relax, and watch the the, the, the talented ones do it. Um, let me see. So what else? Um, not really. Like I said, it's, it's a slow week. Not really much to, to talk about. Um, just want to come on and, and, you know, talk about the smaller stories, I guess, if you want to call it that. So... I think um, I think that's gonna be it for this week. Um, I know I said I was gonna do a live show last week, but just things came up. Won't be able to do one this weekend. 
I, I will be live streaming me racing. So make sure you head over to my, my Twitch, Jimbo ST Sports. Um, you could see how I how how it looks from the inside, or you can watch on YouTube, watch the Chop Shop Racing um, the broadcast there where they show all you know all the cars. Um, make sure and when you do go over to our YouTube channel, uh, make sure you guys subscribe and like our videos. Uh, make sure your notifications on so you get the little pop up when there's any type of new videos. I know when there's breaking news, King likes to do little quick short feeds. So you guys could, you know, watch that and um, stay tuned. <laughs> so uh, till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.